Hello, kings and queens, and this is your host, Head Wrap Diva. I just want to thank you all so much for listening to Head Wrap Chronicles. You guys cannot understand the appreciation and the gratitude that I've been receiving um, since putting this podcast out um, some few short weeks ago. So again, I just thank you all for taking your time out to um, support another sister in the works of becoming uh, the next great thing. (laughs) Just to kind of put it out there that way. As you all know, the purpose behind Head Rob Chronicles is to discuss topics in this raw form. I will not shy away from my truth because without it, where would I be? It wouldn't be my truth. I would just be a follower within someone else's truth. And I don't want that. Um, and that's the, the big perk, um, perk or purpose, however you want to say, behind Head Rap Chronicles because it allows me to share my inner thoughts and inner feelings as to why I do what I do and what I am trying to promote within the black community. (sighs) With that uh, being noted, we have reached our fourth episode and I am extremely proud of myself for being consistent and just staying on task because as we all know, we are very, very guilty of saying we want to do something, starting it, stopping it, starting it, stopping it again. And now I am four weeks in uh, to doing this and just staying, moving, marching, pushing, promoting it all the way through. And I hope this can be um, a blessing to someone else to be able to kind of follow their dreams or follow whatever it is they're trying to do and just do it. Um, it might not be as beautiful as you want it to be right away, but if you keep pushing yourself in that direction, um, that rose will grow in the concrete. So keep pushing, keep pushing. Um, this fourth episode, however, is entitled Brown Girl. And over the past week, the thought of privilege as a brown skinned girl lingered in my thoughts. And I really just been wanting to have this conversation probably for a while, but over the past week has been, the urge has been uh, much, much stronger. And I just was like, oh man, we need to be talking about this more. You know, we see so much in the media that we're talking about racism and, you know, that's promoted, that's talked about, but we never talk about what it means to be a brown skin person, a brown skin queen, a brown skin king, prince or princess, colorism. That's what that's the gist of it, but that's another topic for another day. But that's just kind of a little sneak preview there. But the thought of being a brown skinned queen lingered in my thoughts. I'm telling you, like it was just so, so strong. Because it had me thinking whether or not if me being a brown skinned queen allowed me to reach certain platforms that, you know, queens of other shades of brown have not been, you know, awarded. You know, say those who are lighter or darker. And I also kind of brought up the idea of has other light-skinned queens, you know, been given certain privileges because they were lighter-skinned? And what about our darker-skinned queens? Are they granted certain privileges for their complexion? 
And that was the thoughts that really came into my head. It's like, why are we not talking about that? Why do we not promote this? Because all you see that's out in the media is what they want us to see or what they want us to show. Like racism. You're here, you're always here by racism. But never the I guess the division of color within your own color. <laughs> right? You don't hear about that. So for me, it, it's been like such a confusing state. And it brings up, you know, emotions and experiences that I did not expect to encounter. Um, the neighborhood I grew up in, everyone was pretty much my complexion or darker, mostly. You know, you have a few people who are a little bit lighter skinned, but not very often. You saw darker skinned people. You know, my mother, um, out of all of her siblings, she was the darkest girl. Um, so for her, I can only imagine what her experiences were like growing up being the darkest um, sister and all of your sisters are uh, fair skin. That's what the old folks say. Is she fair skinned? Is she fair skinned? So again, like I said, it just brought up this confusing state of, you know, me being a balance of who I am, you know, uh, being a brown skinned girl. So again, it was just, I continued to have that battle of like, why? You know, like, why? Why do I have this confusion? Why is there such a division uh, within our shade of brown? Because if we look at the um, the big box of crayons, you know, like the little hundred set or however, you have so many different shades of brown. And as an adult and being the mindset that I'm in now and being in tune and in sync with who I am now is beautiful. But as a child, it's kind of scary. And it's not as beautiful because that's not what's promoted. So, you know, of course, I keep thinking, I'm like, well, again, beauty in these different shades. And then the bonus of it is the sun loves the shade of brown, right? It does. And again, the thoughts of, well, if the sun loves the shade of brown, why can't we love each other as much as the sun loves our shade of brown? And that's the part that's the struggle because that's when the division becomes because we don't know how to love within our shade of brown as much as the sun loves our shade of brown. And then of course, the whole thought of just growing up, um, I remember being in the middle of that spectrum. Um, I wasn't too dark where some would say, that you so black, you blue. You ever heard that phrase? Um, and I would hear people make fun of that as a child. I didn't know, it. again, didn't know any better. Or um, and I wasn't too light where it's like, dang, you damn near white. You know, you, I didn't have I didn't have those struggles. I was just like in the middle, you know, like, so it was just like, I don't know really what to say, just how it goes. Like the colorism piece of it um, affected me um, to an extent when summer rolled around, right? That was when it really, really affected me. Cause I would notice that, cause I was, I love being outside, especially as a child. Um, just love being out there. Just loved it, loved it, loved it. And especially when I learned how to swim. And this is the one thing I'm very grateful for with my uh, my stepfather. He taught us how to swim. 
So whenever I would get outside during the summertime, I loved it just playing, riding bikes, swimming. And by the time the middle of summer comes, you know, growing up in the Midwest, by the middle of summer, you know, you're a few shades darker. That's just kind of how it went. And I would always get this response. Dang, girl, you done got black? Of course. The sun loves me so much that it gives me an absorption from it to allow my skin to turn a darker shade. You know, like thinking back on it now, it's like, I was, you know, I was grateful for my darker shade. That's how much the sun loved, that's how much the sun loved me that it gave me a darker shade. That's the, that's the response I want to instill into our children now. But I didn't know, again, like I said, as a child, you don't know any better. So, of course, as I got older, <clears throat> I found myself wearing sunscreen, right? Uh, just so because I heard so much uh, around me that, dang, girl, you didn't got black. I heard it so much. I was like, okay, let me just wear some sunscreen or do something. Um, even to the point, like, when I used to work summer jobs, like summer camps, I found myself wearing, like, the the cotton pants and cotton long sleeve shirts and hats to just block so I wouldn't get darker. I did, y'all. I did. Um, and as an adult, like thinking back as, as my adult self right now sitting, you know how they say I'm this year so this this person right now sits here and says like, wow, how foolish, how foolish this idea was to do those things because nobody around me told me that you know being black in that sense was okay that it was okay to be shades darker but I have one cousin um, and I'll just say her name's Ann uh, and I just remember even to the day because she does a lot of she does summer work um, in camps and things like that she does a lot of inclusion work so for her her summertime color to me is so beautiful. So whenever I would see her, I'd be like, oh, I, I, I'll see her like the beginning of summer and then by the end of summer, I'm like, oh, the sun hasn't hit you yet. She's like, no, not yet. It's coming, it's coming. And she was the only person that I remember just reflecting and being comfortable with her shades turning and it would be the most beautiful sight. But we'd never had the conversation about her thoughts behind turning those shades darker in the summer but I just remember just her being the only one that would be okay with that like she would be out there short sleeves didn't matter and would just just be turning (laughs) type of deal but I just think about it just moving forward that if anything I am more protected by the sun due to the melanin in my skin than anyone else right than uh, counterparts who don't have, who don't who have less melanin, I guess I should say, within their skin. So I didn't need the sunscreen or to wear longer sleeves. Like to this, you know, when I go to the beach or to the pool and things like that. Now I'm out there like crazy. I got my swimsuit on. I'm like, come on, sun, kiss me, so I can feel your rays. And I don't consume myself with, you know, though I, I consider them to be very, very silly statements. I don't consume myself with those. And then on the flip side, um, I always needed to find ways to demonstrate that I was worthy of whatever situation proved itself to be. I always felt the need that I had to demonstrate that I was worthy of it. Um, Relationships, jobs, just opportunity. It just seemed like when it came to being 
a brown skinned girl that, you know, I always have to prove like why I had to be awarded something, which sucked to be honest with you. It really did. Um, and then I was, and then here's the, the, um, rebuttal to it. There are going to be a few of you that say they never had this experience and kind of can honestly say and question me, like, where did I get this from? Right. You're going to be a few of you. To me, that means you should ask yourself, what privileges have been given to you and or awarded to you because of your shade of brown? Like, really ask yourself that. Another one that you can ask yourself is, did you have any struggles with your self-esteem as a child or a teen? Okay. And my next one is, where does your awareness lie when it comes to colorism within the black community. I encourage you to just really take those three questions and really think about them. But I do say this to say, for my little brown girl, I want to provide education and knowledge that she was designed perfect and not to compare herself to anyone. I say to you, do not wish to be darker or lighter. Do not. Because you are beautiful. You are beautiful. Just be you. And lastly, I want to just kind of put this out here. One of my thoughts too, is I have a few nieces and they're all different shades, all different shades of brown, right? The whole crayon box with the comes to brown. And I will be honest with you and say that I show more attention to my nieces on the dark end of the spectrum. I could be honest with you about that. I noticed that their confidence level is much lower than their cousins who are on the lighter side. I do my best to boost their self-esteem because just like them, I too felt victim of being darker. I want to share my knowledge with them as well that just because you are darker does not mean you are not worthy. Let's break the mindset and give appreciation that all, and I do mean all, shades of brown, from the lightest to the darkest, are beautiful. Remember kings and queens, subscribe. And show your support by following me on Instagram at at HeadRapDiva. Or feel free to write me an email. I would love to hear your thoughts. And you can reach me at headwrapdiva at gmail.com. Support, support, support. Until the rise, stay woke, family.